Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series. I'm Greg Phelps, your host, along with Tifa Snow. Um, Tifa, here's the most frequent question we get asked, and we get tons of them. It's three simple words. How do you? And a positive approach, we get it. When the person you love, husband, wife, mother, father, brother, sister, starts to change, that's when most of us start asking, how do you? And surprisingly, there aren't a lot of places to turn. It's a long list. How do you get dad to stop driving the car? How do you get mom to take a bath? Uh, How do I convince my parents that they actually need help? How do I convince my siblings that mom actually has dementia? How can I tell if it's dementia? How do I get mom to take her meds? You know, it's a long, long list. So what do we do? Where do we go for help? Well, the first thing to recognize is like your question of how do I is like, why are you the one who's doing this? So, you know, like one of my first ones is to ask back, wow, sounds like you're taking on a lot. Talk to me a little bit about what you've noticed is going on. So we have a better sense of the person you're trying to assist, whether it's the family to understand what's going on with mom or whether it's mom and what she needs quote unquote to do um we always ask back for some information because it's hard to know how something should be done if we don't know what exactly is going on and what i'd say is with dementia there's at least two of you involved and so i'm only hearing it from your side so i'm going to ask you to at least tell me about your side but then i also want you to let me know what you're thinking about the other side so i can get a sense of what have you actually learned about where she is and what she's how is this different or the same than what it used to be and what have you already tried and how did that go so we're really curious people here at positive approach because if i tell you how to do something but and, and I didn't check in, guess what your first thing will be, typically, back. Push back. Well, yeah, because I'll say, well, this is how you get her to take a shower, and you'll go, I tried that. I stuff. tried that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for anybody who's following along, maybe driving in their car or sitting at home or whatever, yeah. you just all of a sudden were consultant, Tiba. I was. You wear many hats and you wear them well, trainer and coach. And you've just, you got them all. But that was the consultant cycle because you weren't going to just give me an answer. Well, because that would probably not work. I mean, quite honestly, each human being who is developing this thing called dementia brain change, it's not only that human being, you are not that person. So now I've got to figure you out and got to figure them out. And then I've got to figure out the task that you're telling me about. So, you know, like, let's take driving. So, Greg, how long has your mom been driving? Oh, since she was uh, 17. So and that's now she's... A, she's 84. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, so, she, no accidents. No accidents. Even now, no accidents, huh? No, no. Yeah, Goes so to the grocery store and back. Okay, but you're worried about her, sounds like. Well, she gets lost on occasion. Oh, okay. So it is, is it the skill of driving or navigating that you're more concerned about? Oh, I, I hadn't really thought about that. Is there a difference? Well, yeah, because she can be really good at all the mechanics of driving, but what's really getting her way is when she's out somewhere remembering the pathway to get home, um, she can't remember the details of how do I get back where I started, which is a very different part of the brain. 
Well, if there's an accident or a detour, she's she's lost, and then we get phone calls, and we yeah. don't know where oh, she so is. She, oh, so she can even do it if it's the usual way she gets home. Generally, yeah. Yeah, I wonder have you, has she ever tried something like a navigation system? Has has that have you ever tried something like that with her? She has a hard time with an iPhone, so I don't think that's going to work. You'll have a hard time with an iPhone. Okay, is there anyone? I'm curious who else is in her life. Well, she has a neighbor that she takes shopping with her quite often, and I think she helps her out more than I know. Okay, so is the neighbor able to navigate pretty well? Well, yeah, she does. She doesn't get as lost with her in the car as, as she does by herself. Okay, so how many times a week is your mom getting lost versus how many times she's going out with the neighbor? Well, I'm, it's I'm about... Curious. It's about once every once every week she gets lost by herself, which I when I'm telling you, I'm starting to realize that could sound alarming. Well, it is sort of alarming <laughs> because she's in a motor vehicle. And if she truly gets turned around and misplaced, do you have a system where you would be able to locate her? No, I, I've read about these GPS trackers you could put on. Yeah. You, so maybe maybe you have to think of that. So you can see that Tifa has just not let me off the hook. You know, I bit the hook and she's just, you know, she's got steady pressure on reeling me in and just saying, you have to work at this, not just me. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you what's going to work in your situation, but the more I help you sort of think through your situation, the more likely it is that what we come up with might have some potential to make a positive difference. I've got you thinking about things you weren't, which is your first thing is how do I get her to stop driving? And it's like, ooh, that's a huge step from where she is right now. What you've been telling me is she's driving daily. And not only that, Part of what she does when she drives, she's done it a long time, and she's actually helpful to her neighbor. So asking her to give that up, she seems to be a bit of a risk taker because she keeps doing it. So looking at a safety net is sort of step number one because you, you know, and helping you think this through, that's our job at Positive Approach because it's like, I don't know the answer to how you make her stop, but I do know some things that might help you guide this. Um, I know that if you do the wrong things, she's more likely to drive more recklessly and without support. And, and what we want is for things to move in the right direction, at least. So, so what would happen if I just walked in and said to her, Mom, give me your license. You're not driving anymore. Disable the car. What would happen? So how has your mom typically responded like when the doctor told her to do something and she thought that wasn't what she should do? Does she always listen to the doctor? No, in fact, I think her exact words were, that man's an idiot. Okay, so why do you think she's going to think you're smart and he's an idiot? Well, because I'm family. Uh-huh. How's that worked for you before? <laughs> uh, generally not well. Yeah, and the bigger concern, Greg, honestly, for me is, and it, it might be for you or not, if she gets to where she doesn't like or trust you, who else does she have in her life to turn to that's safe, that is concerned? So are, are you saying relationships in this are important? Yeah, I'd say long haul, you know, it is more important that we figure out how you stay in her life and you don't alienate her or make her turn towards somebody who really is not safe. So the only person she wants to be with now is the neighbor and she won't listen to anything you have to say. Or she says, fine, take the keys. I give up then, I'm not gonna do anything. And she starts wasting away and won't, won't participate at all. 
Is that what you wanted? <laughs> no, I don't think that, well, that would be the unintended consequence, wouldn't it? Oh, well, yeah, there's a lot of those in dementia. When we mm -hmm. think we're going to get what we want, we have a lot of unintended consequences because I'm not you and you're not her. And we forget some things when we're in the midst of trying to do something and we make mistakes. I mean, and so then learning the art of mom, I'm sorry. I had no right to sound like that, to treat you like that, to say it like that. I'm worried. I'm scared. And when you say you get lost, that really frightens me. Tifa, can people um, get in touch with Positive Approach and, and oh, find sure. out about uh, a, a consultant? Do you yeah. actually talk to people yourself or do you get shunted off to uh, an to, uh, 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 answering service in a foreign country or... No answering service in a foreign country, unless you happen to be from the foreign country. And we have some folks who are in Australia, in New Zealand, in England, in South Africa, in Israel. We do have folks in those areas who have um, some of our consulting certifications. And so, yeah, we've trained people of Canada for sure, but that's not even a foreign country, if you ask me. Um, but what I would say is, yeah, we offer services and I myself offer services now. Typically, I, I get folks who are more complicated in their life, in their situation. But yeah, we have free services, first half hour and time with folks to figure things out. And then we do charge, but it's it's really a, a very minimal fee, uh, all things considered. And um, we also offer support groups. And I do Ask Tifa Anything on at least one evening a month. We're looking at expanding that. Um, and we do have individual consulting that I do for a fee. So we've got lots of options. What, what do you mean that some people are being complicated? Well, some people, let's say, for instance, um, one family member is in New York, one is in Saudi Arabia, mom happens to be in Kenya with a third sister, and, <laughs> and dad is involved, and he has Lewy body disease, and mom has vascular disease. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's complicated. And the sister who's doing a lot of the care has mental health issues of her own. Yeah, stress-related, no doubt. Yeah, stress-related. So all of a sudden, it's like, wow, that's a complicated one. And often people will, you know, say, you call it coach it over, coach it up. So it's like, here you go, Tifa, this looks like one for you. Um, but we do have those situations. And some of them are sort of legal challenges where people are looking for some expertise. And, you know, I don't, that's not my desire, but I'm not going to leave somebody in a situation where what's happened is really not right. It's not an okay thing. We, we try our best to be supportive for people who are experiencing a lot of frustration at trying to make a system work that's really not designed for dementia in any way, shape, or form in many cases. Deepa, if people want more information, what's the best way to track you down or to track anybody down from Positive Approach? You've got a, a website, I understand. We do. We have tipasnow.com. And on that new front page, which we have a new homepage, uh, it's a little easier to find what you're looking for. You know, and so you can go on there. You can say who you are. I'm a family member. I'm a family member, a friend. I'm a, I'm a professional. I'm living. I, I think I'm living with dementia. Um, whatever it is, you can pick your category and then say, you know, I want to contact. I want, I want to be contacted by someone. And you'll get contacted. And you can also go to straight consults at peepasnow.com or you can, you know, enter information in our info sheet to find out how can I get up with and ask a question. And we will get back to you. Tipa, thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. Great talking to you.
And that's our podcast for today.